the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome, Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to the day after, yes, the day after the Fed. And boy, it was a pretty exciting afternoon. We'll tell you all about that, uh, give you all the latest on, on what's happening, at least. What they want us to believe is happening anyway. I'm joined, as always, with my partner, Jason Walker, up in Colorado. Uh, Jason, good morning. It was, it was really, it's been a, a wild year, two years. Uh, it seems like this whole decade is going to be a wild ride. Yeah, I think you're going to see years of this sort of thing going on. And I'm just now going over some of the stuff. I didn't get a chance to, to actually sit down. I actually took the night off. I wasn't looking at any material, so I was this morning looking at some of the stuff that was said. I'm a, I, currently during the show. I'm looking at some of the stuff that that, that was said uh, in the in the minutes of the meeting or whatever. I'm looking at it. It's like there's some interesting. There's a few interesting things in there. I'm a little more than saying nothing, Joe. Yeah. So the 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 long and short of it, we'll, and we'll get into all the details. So. Uh, for those of you that don't know, the central bank has these meetings every six weeks. And, you know, back in the day uh, when the central bank actually uh, maybe had some credibility, I think we're at the point now where we need to admit this this experiment, which it is, is a failure, period. Jay Powell said as much when he when it, the minutes were released. So before he has the press conference, they have a two-day meeting. They release a, a statement. It's a, you know, just a little press release. It's only, you know, a page and a half long. And, and in that statement, it was very, very, very dovish. And by dovish, I mean, hey, we're going to... Uh, not fight inflation as hard as we've been fighting it. How, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll say that type of dovish. Gold was up 25. The Dow was up three, four, five hundred points waiting for the press conference. And if we had gotten affirmation in that press conference, uh, that matched what the statement was, uh, we would probably be talking about $1,700 gold, $22 silver, 33,000 uh, Dow, maybe even 34,000 Dow. But they did the old switcheroo. And in the press conference, uh, he acknowledged that they may slow the pace. In other words, instead of 75, 50, but said that, hey, all of you looking for a, a, a stop, we're a long way from that. And then I think the thing that really got everyone's attention is rates are going to be higher than we previously thought. Uh, in other words, right now, consensus, at least going into this meeting, you know, think about it over the last year. You know, a year ago, well, 3% would be the highest. They wouldn't have to go higher than that. 
and then it got to 4%. Uh, and then last week, B of A, uh, Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan were saying 5% and 5% would be 50 basis points in December. And then 25 and 25, the first two meetings of 2023. And Jay Powell said, that's probably not enough, Jason. Yeah, I, I would say from where I'm sitting, from what, I, what I've been looking at, Joe, that, that's not going to do it. And I, I, I think these uh, three-quarter rate hikes could continue on for a long time if the inflation numbers don't come down. It's just really that simple. So it all depends on their numbers, Joe, whatever numbers they run. If, if the uh, CPI is down to 5 or 6% here in the next few months, then they'll, I can see them dropping that uh, rate hike down some. Yep, the Dow fell 500 points. They called it the worst 90 minutes on a Fed Wednesday in the history of the market. Because usually, you know, the Fed is a, a Wall Street cheerleader here. I, I don't know about that, but that's what they said. Uh, gold was down. A matter of fact, uh, because gold's closed when that happens, you know, Kitko will, will uh, tell you gold's down four bucks. I'm going to tell you gold's down uh, 16, but, you know, 16.32 here. Here's the good part, at least, because we've been looking for this bottom. Gold touched 16.20 again this morning. This is the third time it's touched 16.20 and, and bounced off. Silver uh, got below $19, but now silver's almost back all the way here. Uh, silver's down uh, 18 cents at 19.40 uh, in change. Uh, but at least technically speaking, those are going to be the keys. If 16.20 holds, I think the bottoms are in and we go up from here. Uh, if they don't hold, obviously, then we'll go lower, Jason. Yeah, that seems to be uh, uh, what I see also happening, Joe, because you've been reporting it. I, I usually watch when, when it's hitting lows or, or touching highs uh, more more accurately, but you've, uh, you've been covering that uh, the last couple of days and seeing how it's just not going to push below 1620s. That's a, you know, for, for a gold, somebody who owns gold, that's that's a good indication that we've there is no, uh, no lower going in gold than 1620. And we know the elections will be over by next week. And then next year we'll uh, we'll be hitting us faster than we uh, know it's going to happen, and 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 I think the markets and, and everything's just going to get worse and worse and worse. And at some point, gold just bounces off that bottom and just skyrockets up when things start to really get chaotic, Joe. Yeah, well, and again, the news yesterday. If you guys didn't hear yesterday's show, uh, the large record buying uh, from central banks—they bought 400 metric tons in a single quarter. That's just insane they've already bought in 637 metric tons for the year just in a yearly total and we still had you got to remember that was uh the first nine months of the year uh that's already the biggest number since 1967 and we still had a whole quarter to go it looks like central banks are going to buy over a thousand metric tons of gold in a single year the funny part was how many didn't want to say who they were that should be a little more concerning. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here the, the day after. Uh, we had jobless claims, first-time jobless claims. Uh, the previous week was, was revised slightly higher, but it was the same numbers last week. 217,000 people filing claims for the verse, for the first time. And again, that is, that's just not enough. 
right? It, it, that just keeps boating uh, for more rate hikes. Uh, we, we, we saw wages in the ADP report uh, continuing to accelerate. Tomorrow we'll get the government's jobs number as well. And, again, I, I'm expecting – you know, something in that, you know, two to three hundred thousand range, Jason, uh, which once again uh, just points to higher rates for longer. Yeah, higher rates for longer. I, and I believe they'll keep uh, hitting us. But there is something there is uh, in, in I'm reading what they wrote here. There is, a, I would say, a, a kind of a, an indication that they're starting to think about stopping the rate hikes. Uh, it's, it's one little piece you know, because you know they have the little, the big written out paragraphs of what they're doing. Uh, it says here in, in determining the pace of future increases in the target range, obviously the Fed funds rate. The committee will take into account the cumulative tightening of monetary policy, the lags with which monetary policy affects economic activity and inflation, the economic and financial developments. Uh, so, so. So basically, Joe's saying the cumulative effects in the next couple of months, because they're just letting stuff expire off their sheets, they haven't really been successful in selling a lot of stuff off. Uh, they're not renewing the stuff that's just, uh, you know, the money supply is actually now actually tightening. And in the next couple of months, even though they've been sort of just letting this stuff expire, it's, it hasn't really made a, a huge impact yet. So the money supply is really going to be going down now because these other these other uh, assets on the sheet are just expiring. That will cause the markets a great deal more stress on top of the inflation. So they're, I think what they're thinking, Joe, is if, if all of the, 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 the rate hikes they've been doing are somewhat successful and there's a lag in what they're doing, so they're thinking that, hey, what we've done so far should have an effect on inflation into next year. Then they're going to stop tightening. They're, 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 those rate hikes will go Listen, down. Listen, let me let me tell you about that statement. I'll just I'll just uh, won't sugarcoat it for everybody out there. This is once again then trying to appease Wall Street. Oh well, yes. we got to give it time. We it's not worth. And then if you actually listen to uh, his his speech afterwards, he's like, yeah, he goes. That, that's the old way of looking at it. You know, before we had computers, you know, be, before uh, we weren't actually tied to Wall Street. You know, there was a point in time that the Federal Reserve was truly independent. That's been gone for a long time. Now they got they got press conferences. They, they, they have one of their Fed governors are on TV every week. In other words, they're, they're saying, hey, well, the markets can react ahead of time. Listen, there's no lag here. It's simply not working because you refuse to acknowledge that there was inflation and let it run and kept printing the money at infinitum while inflation was still raging. And, and now the, this whole, this whole, hey, there's going to be a lag stuff. You, and you hear these idiots on TV say that stuff. Listen, there's no, don't, don't tell me there's a lag. Go ask Wells Fargo yeah. if there's a lag. Right, Wells Fargo says, get ready, layoffs are coming in their mortgage division. They're saying mortgages at Wells Fargo. By the way, Wells Fargo is big in housing. Uh, not all banks are equal in that way. Wells Fargo has a, a big housing department. They're down 90%. Don't tell me about a lack. So, Joy, right? I, that, I, that, I, that's, I, that, the, but these are the things that, again, in the, in the written statement, Jason's right, in the written statement, 
they they laid the groundwork not only to 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 slow down the pace but to eventually stop raising rates and then all of a sudden when Jay Powell talked he almost was like yeah I know what we you know we wrote that down but you 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 might as well throw it in the garbage. So I don't know where to go. I don't think the markets know where to go. I mean, the Dow it's down about six hundred and fifty seven hundred points over the last you know be, between yesterday finishing down five hundred and this morning. Uh, but but it's not down two thousand, and then again it's not up two thousand points either. I I think everyone's a little confused because I don't think the Fed knows what to do. So, Joe, I think your uh, analogy of what I read is exactly spot on. However, this is where where I come in. When I read stuff like this, when I hear these guys, I think complete criminals. So I go right to corruption. I think that's a little, you know, hint, hint, wink, wink message. Hey, uh, if, if the inflation's under control like we're, we're hoping, uh, then we'll, this is what we're going to do. But, hey, if the cumulative effects are so d- disastrous – you know, hey, it'll be taken care of. That secret money can be handed out to those that need it as they continue to raise the rates heavily, Joe. That's that's kind of what I'm – like I said, you can't just say we're going to be criminals out loud, even in, in big 50-cent words, right? But to me, yep. that, that's kind of it's exactly what you said, Joe. But there's, I think there's a little elbow there saying, hey, you'll get it when you need it. That, that's kind of what the I experiment, thought. The experiment has failed. And actually, I don't think it has. That, that's actually incorrect. Uh, because they want it to fail, period. And, and unfortunately, we're too dumb to notice. I notice. Jason notices. Maybe some of you that listen to this show notice. They are going to the one world currency just like they've wanted. One world order, you know, give, give power to the UN, give power to the WHO, give power to some global authority, and don't worry because America is going to sit at, at the head of the table. But the bottom line is none of this stuff is, you know, and we talk about, you know, 30, 31 trillion, 32 trillion at the end of this year, at the end of 2023, what are we going to be talking about? 34, 35 trillion, right? The Fed's balance sheet, 9 trillion. And, and we act like that's a lot. That has, that's nothing to the derivatives. The amount of money sitting on in derivatives that, listen, the banks don't put these derivatives on their books. We don't get to see them. They're not part of any earnings reports. And, of course, it's fine and well and good right up until people stop paying. And that's going to be really where the rubber meets the road on this. And I've been saying it over and over and over and over again. There is not a single number. There's not one. That says inflation is slowing down. There's not one. I want to find one. I'm looking for one. It doesn't exist. Now, there's other things. Well, cargoes are down. The trade deficit number, right, was, was bad today because exports collapsed, right? We, we've heard about, hey, the, the ships that in LA, the, the, they're, they're they're gone, right? There, there's there's the demand side. We we hear that, but that's not inflation. We hear about housing, right? We know it, it's housing's all but stopped. Then we hear about autos. Listen, 
I just happen to be in a complex here where we've got uh, five, six little independent used car guys out there, one of whom rents the very the back of my office. They, you know, he was telling me just the other day, last month they sold 12 cars. And he goes, and he goes, that's not retail. He goes, that's going auctions, retail, everything, 12 cars. He goes, that, that's, that's, you know, normally he, I go, well, what do you normally do? He goes, 50 to 60. He goes, and, and good month, 80, 12. Right? The, the, but that isn't inflation. The problem is everywhere with inflation, when you look at prices, when you look at input costs, when you look at labor costs, when you look at all of those things, Jason, it, it's still saying, look, at inflation is roaring. I mean, look at ADP yesterday. Of the 230,000 jobs created, 210,000 of them were basically waiters, waitresses, food, fast food, right, that leisure and hospitality. They said wages rose 11% year over year. I mean, you can't, you, you, you can't have the, this mythical creature exist. Inflation is only going to come to an end when people get fired. And Jay Powell said it again in his speech. Well, we just want, we just want a little, we just want some of you to get fired, essentially. I was looking at a Doug Casey thing that I got on my email. And he was saying the uh, just just the uh, the hike on social security payments it, it can cause a inflation death spiral to happen. Just that one thing. I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Eight and a half percent for social security. Twelve and a half percent for food stamps. Between the two, that's over a hundred million. People, well over a hundred million people, one third of the country are receiving food stamps started this month. Twelve and a half percent. Social Security in January, eight point seven percent. These this is the inflation nightmare that is playing out, and I think this is why Jay Powell, they know it. Hey, uh, you know, we're, we're, here's where I think it's going to happen. I'll just give my prediction. As it sits right now, I think they want to do 50 in December. I think that's maybe, still maybe 75. It'll be 75. But right now, I think it's going to be 50. It's going to be 50 the, in February 1st. It's going to be 50 again in March. And, and guess what? I think there'll be 50 at the next meeting. We're going to be over 6%. And, and at that point, Jason, I'm not sure what's going to happen. It will keep going till people get fired. Now, layoffs. We got some today. Wells Fargo isn't saying how many yet. But they are going to have layoffs in their mortgage business. They said mortgages, mortgage applications down 90%. Peloton. They may be done. Peloton may be out of business here soon. Another 500. Stripe, that's a credit card processor. You know, a lot of you small businesses use the Stripe. You know, the one that it, it plugs into your phone and you can swipe people's card. Laying off 14% of their workforce. Elon Musk, uh, we're looking at 3,700 people being laid off at Twitter. Open Door came out today saying they're laying off 18% of their workforce. So it, it's a start, but listen, that that number, that list, 
That's got to be five times bigger, and I got to be giving out that list almost every day before you really have a chance at inflation going down, Jason. Yeah, I, I, I think you're. Uh, I still think it'll be 75 points in December and maybe 75 points in February. Now, obviously, if the inflation doesn't go down, they'll just keep on doing it. I don't see why they would why they would stop if you have eight or nine or ten, even 10 percent CPI and, and inflation numbers still hot. They can't go down, Joe. They can't. They can't subside the, the the rate hikes but if they get what they want if if, if they, uh, things start to cool off as far as inflation then yeah i think joe's exactly right uh, with the pace because they can't just stop rate hiking they it's, it's you know you're when you're fighting a fire just because the fire's down a little bit doesn't mean you shut the water off you still have to put some water on it joe so i i think you're exactly right if the numbers bear out that it's it, it has this rosy looking okay we're on top of it you know we've we've contained the fire but i I don't know if, they, if they're going to be in containing the fire mode until next year sometime, Joe. Yeah, and again, I think this is all about, uh, has nothing to do with us. They're, they're not, uh, they're, they're, they're only fighting inflation as hard as they think they need to. That's the big problem because this is it. We're coming to uh, the end of this cycle and, and again, I pointed to these derivatives, and, and I keep telling you, keep warning you uh, about, you know, be careful what you have in those bank accounts because it's all about these unfunded liabilities, these derivatives uh, that are out there on top of the debt. The, the problem is the unfunded liabilities are like $200 trillion. The, the derivatives, they're in the quadrillions. It makes the actual debt look like nothing. We'll be back. 800-951-0592. You know, yesterday uh, we did that volume deal with gold on $20 gold. 2095, 1 through 9, 2085, 10 through 19, 2075 at 20 or more. And then I told you, hey, listen, all that comes off the table. Whatever the markets do after that uh, will adjust uh, accordingly. Uh, right now, uh, here's, what, here's what I'm going to do because I don't want to make it complicated. I think the bottoms are in here, I think. Uh, obviously, today, right now, 20, 1620 is, is held. Uh, gold's at 1630 right now. Uh, but 2050 for everybody. No, you don't have to buy 10. You don't have to buy 20. But if, if you could afford it, I absolutely would. Uh, having said that, Egon Von Grares was on USA Watchdog. If you guys don't know this guy, he is... He's a stud because he's a he was a former Swiss banker, and his specialty was risk. So he was in the risk department. Of course, we know that's where the the banks always fall down, and, and the central bank always falls down because they always underestimate what the risk is. He got out of that business and decided, based on what he saw. He owns the biggest private gold vault in the world. There's this huge vault in the Swiss, Swiss Alps. Uh, this is not attached to the London Metals Exchange. This is not attached to the COMEX. It's not attached to the Shanghai Exchange. 
this is where, you know, all the billionaires uh, store all the gold that they buy in these vaults in Switzerland. But he was out and he was talking about credit because really that's when this thing breaks. Like what happens when this thing breaks? And, I'm, and I keep telling you, hey, people need to get laid off and lots of them. Well, here's the problem when people people get laid off. They can't pay their bills. And Jay Powell yesterday tried, well, we, we just they just want a few people to get fired. Right? Oh, you know, we just we just need a couple million of you to be be fired. Uh there and Jay said that that's the odds of that happening are are slim to none as we all know the the fact of the matter is there's the, more than likely they're going to go too far and instead of one or two million people losing their jobs 10 to 20 million people lose their jobs and then all of a sudden they can't pay their bills they whether could. it's the the mortgage the credit card the auto loan and that's when all of a sudden you got to start paying attention to these credit default swaps, these credit derivatives, Jason. Yeah, they could just stop stealing from us and have the government stop stealing from us and let the uh, the economy grow naturally on its own without them. You know that that you know then we wouldn't have to worry about destroying jobs to fix their system. We could do that. I mean, Joe, really, it, it, I, I think you pointing out that sixteen twenty could be the low. I, I think could be very accurate. I'll put a one caveat on there. If there's a massive sell-off of assets coming uh, in in the next few months, I could see gold maybe you know go down with it a little more. But man, you better hold on to your gold because uh, income and 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 uh, you know the amount of uh, wages you 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 get is, is kind of the one of the last indicators of a, of a cycle, an economic cycle. And, and we know what happened: coronavirus shut down the economy. They printed like crazy, and, uh, and it always shows up in business. It shows up in commodities. You know, how much does it cost to get my steel to do my business? How much does it cost for lumber? It also it shows up there first, all that extra money, and it usually gets to uh, wages and income last. And, and then you start to see people not paying their bills and, and job losses. And I think that's what the Fed's waiting for, those big job losses, which uh, Joe says we, we haven't got there yet. And then watch out, man, watch out, because that's the end of the cycle. And the end of the cycle usually is crash, crash and burn. And, and the man, we're, we're so close to that. And so I think gold could be at that. I think 1620 could be the low. We could be getting ready for it to take off. It, it, the only the only thing that I see it in that, and Jason, right, listen, it, this isn't, uh, you know, 100%. I make it an educated guess here because I don't see – the, the the Fed really doesn't want to keep going at the seventy five basis point clip. That that's obvious. They wanna they wanna ratchet down to fifty basis points and, and fight it from there. And I and so to Jason's point, if all of a sudden, hey, we we've got to go another seventy five in December, then it may not hold. But if if that's the case, if I'm right and they've made up their mind. That listen, this is because again, let's face it, they're not in, they're not fighting inflation hard. They're acting like it. They're using the media to claim that they are. Matter of fact, Jay Powell said, "Well, well, man, we've raised uh, the Fed's funds rate 
3.75% this year. That's an unprecedented rate. Well, unprecedented what in the last 40 years? Unprecedented since, you gotta remember for 40 years, think about this, for 40 years, they've been bringing down interest rates. Right, think about 1980, we had 16% interest rates. I think the, the 20 year, or the 10 year note was yielding 20 plus percent. They brought it, they brought it all the way to zero. And created, according to Von Greer, two quadrillion, 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 two quadrillion, I'll get it right, two quadrillion in credit default in derivatives that are sitting in, and guess where these are? These are in your banks. Everybody with pensions. This is what happened in the UK. They're littered with these derivatives. And the, they're great. Derivatives are great as long as everyone's paying their bills. But again, going back to the Fed, listen, in the 70s, they raised rates 3 and 4%. I can't tell you how many times. Sometimes they would lower them 2 or 3%. They're in the 70s. But again, you've got to remember, that was when the Fed was truly being private. Right? You didn't have this. What they wanted, here's what they loved. Hey, if we telegraph what we're doing, you guys can can carry more debt. And they've blown this debt bubble up to epic proportions. Think about global GDP is only eighty trillion, and we've got uh, well, on his estimate is about two point five quadrillion in derivatives on an eighty trillion uh, GDP. And of course, we're talking about global recessions. I'd look out. I'd, I'd say this right now. Gold is about the only place I want to be right now when this thing comes unglued. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 $20 gold. 2050 for everybody. Whether you're buying one or a hundred of them at 800 951 And we're talking about Von Grayer, the largest private vault in the world and and really just laying it out talking about the real size of how much we really owe nobody can repay the debt and now with rates rising we won't even be able to pay the interest when the debt implodes so will the assets they were financing. So both sides of the balance sheet have to come down. Whether it comes down 50, 75, or 90%, I don't know. Remember Bubba Horowitz. He's calling for 50%, which is crazy. Von Grayer says, hey, listen, 50s, that'd be good. Right? He said, hey, that, that, that'd be a good thing because it could be 75. Heck, it could be 90. Now, here's the other thing that, that goes along again with what Bubba Horowitz said earlier this week. The financial system will not survive in its present form. 
And again, words matter. And what I mean by that is they're not using the word may. Right? Hey, it may not survive. It's, they didn't say, hey, it's possible that it won't survive. They're not using those terms. They're just flat out saying it will not survive in this present form. So then you got to go, okay, that sounds pretty logical. I think to everybody listening, that sounds pretty logical. Right? We all remember what happened in the financial crisis. And I know, listen, a lot of us, me included, want to be uh, overly optimistic about housing. Uh, you can't not have a housing market. And right now, we don't have a housing market. We don't. You can't have a housing market when pretty much at every corner of the country, the uh, people can't buy a starter home. But that's where we are right now. Something has to give. Now, he does say this, and this is kind of to Jason's point. The rich, yeah, they're still rich. The only difference is, the poor are going to be poorer. And this is kind of, Jason and I have been saying it, the middle class is going to get wiped out in all of this. You, you really have almost, I hate to say it, you either got to get rich or you got a problem. Because when this thing goes, you got to go to the rules, right, Jason? Okay, well, what are the rules when it goes? And you got to remember, that's what Dodd-Frank really was. It wasn't about fixing too big to fail. They didn't, they weren't ready to fix the system. You know, Joe. This was about writing the rules when we get ready to go to the new financial system because this one, like all the other fiat systems, is getting ready to end. Uh, the last segment, Joe, you mentioned the word quadrillion and, you know, people are starting to understand that that's the next level above trillion. Just so people understand, because that's just a number that's, it's just, impossible to, to 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 understand your your brain can't you just can't function it's a million billions a quadrillion is one million billions joe it's, it's such a fraud fake number if i wish people would understand that there's no such thing as a number like that it just doesn't exist there's nothing that in creation that we can think of that has a million billions out there joe it's it's and, crazy and, and von grayer is saying is essentially what Jason is saying. We got 2.5 quadrillion already. It can't be paid. And so then you go to the rules, and the rules are very, very, very clear. I don't care where you have your money. If you got it in your bank account, if you've got it in your 401k, if you've got it in your IRA, if, if you've got it uh, in a money market, you've got it in your E-Trade account, all of those are fair game. All of them. At any time, it's an emergency. We've declared an emergency. There's no selling. There's no going to the sidelines. There's no getting your money out of these banks. Don't believe me? Go to Cyprus, go to Greece. They've already done it. You're not getting it. But here's the bad part. 
Can't take your money out of the money market accounts. You can't, you can't sell your stocks. You can't take your money out of your E-Trade account. You better have another bucket somewhere, Jason. Yeah, money is, is, is a fair uh, trade of, of goods, but what we use is currency. And, and currency is just, it's, it's just, hey, this is what I'm going to give you so I can get this thing off of you. And you, you can take the currency and you can go buy something. Currency has no value. It really has no value. It's just, it's just an exchange. And so the only question you have to ask yourself, is, as Joe's telling you, it's not your money. Well, who controls the currency? And all you have to do is get in your wallet, pull out a paper bill, and on top of the bill it says Federal Reserve Note. It's their currency. They can do whatever they want with their currency. They control it. They own it. They do whatever they want with it. And they've had this power for a very long time, Joe. It's, it's, this is why the word, the word quadrillion can be made up. So that as their Ponzi scheme gets goes to ridiculous lengths, and people are still believing in the, in all of the schemes that they've concocted, uh, well, you you will be poor because you you believe the system and you and you obey it. And uh, the rich, they don't they don't hold a lot of currency, do they, Joe? No, that's the thing. They don't. That's the thing people really don't understand. Uh, they're not like you and I. They're too smart for that. Eight hundred nine five one. 0592 final segment coming up 800-951-0592 finishing up here with Von Greer the risk is increasing exponentially every rate hike the risk gets greater people should be prepared most asset markets have lost money and it's going to get worse and, and if you're looking for a sign, right? well, well, you know, I'll, I'll know I'll, there'll be a sign. World Central Banks just bought a record amount of gold in a 90-day period. Not even close. It, it, it's not even close. The fact that they're talking about them buying over a thousand metric tons in in a single year. It's incredible because if you take away China, because China doesn't export any of its gold, you're almost at half of the gold mined in a year being bought by central banks. That's a sign that's telling you how big the risk actually is. And it can't be more obvious. And here's the problem. By the time the market tells you it, Right, and we we understand what that would mean: the Dow collapsing, right? The S and P collapsing, the Fed ending rate hikes and not selling out their balance sheet, having all these emergency measures. Gold and silver are going to be gone. They're going to be off to the races. It's hard enough getting gold. Think about this: gold fell for seven straight months in a row, and we're probably having the hardest time actually getting product, Jason. That's right. <clears throat> you know, when, uh, when there's a, a run for everybody to get it, when when uh, a lot of people wake up late, uh, it just gets more and more expensive. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, Joe. The premiums could could just skyrocket even worse than they are now because, you know, right now it's just it's just the physical and the paper just don't they don't exist in the same place now. Yeah, uh, j- uh, just hitting the tape here. Lyft, uh, they're laying off 13 percent of their workforce. This is this is probably the heaviest. 
uh, day yet that I've seen for layoffs. And just remember what I said. The list has got to be uh, three times this size, four times this size, and it has to be every day, uh, not just one day a month. Uh, we've got a long way to go. I think the, the, the pain that's coming, and remember, I'm just going by what the rules are. Can't get your money out. Anybody that has too much money in the bank, that's had it in the bank, hey, you've had whatever, three, four, five hundred thousand in the bank, and you've had it in here for years. The rule's pretty clear. We'll give you some of it. But you know, the right, you really don't need it. But don't worry, we're not taking it from you, right? They're not going to say that. But we're gonna, you're going to get this this stock. I mean, you can't sell it, at least not yet. But down the road, sometime maybe, you know, you'll be able to get your money back. That's how the rules are written. Everyone that doesn't have any money, it doesn't matter. It's fine. You don't have any money to take, so I guess it's okay. So you got to live one way or the other, right, Jason? I guess get yourself in the dead up the wazoo and have no money. Or get your assets protected. That's really the only choice. That's the way to do it, Joe. That's the way to do it. I mean, this is, uh, you know, actually, it's a very good point in time to be paying off any debt you got because it's going to get worse for you if you're in debt. But that aside, Joe, you got to got to save it. You got to put some aside and uh, for rocky times. And boy, it seems like every year there's rocky times happening. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.